Hey, welcome to About That Life Podcast. I'm Coach Chris Collins. Coach MJ, GGT. And we are here to talk AAU life and everything in between. We're here on episode 10, right? Yeah. So that's a good uh, milestone for us. We hit the double digits. A decade. <laughs> right? <laughs> um, we could not film last week just due to scheduling stuff, but, you know, we got back to it this week. We're going to keep trying to give you guys consistent and good content, right? Because... um. I know for one, my mom always loves hearing uh, our episodes every week. I think all our parents do. And uh, I'm hearing more and more uh, people like to um, hear the show and just want to see the consistency. I was even told Mike Wall at uh, Folsom High School listens to my show. So, you know, even high school coaches are are catching a little bit. Uh, Coach Fred from uh, Intercom. Yeah. No, I've I've gotten gotten people telling me that they've been watching, that they be – Looking for certain parts of the show to listen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah of so course, you know, course. they got we got people listening. So and, and that's and that's really what it's all about. We just yeah. want to have a place to vent, talk, and have some fun, and just get some things out there. So, you know, for those who are supporting, uh, hitting the like button on uh, YouTube. You know, supporting uh, the social media, supporting the uh, audio platforms whether it be itunes spotify hitting that follow button you guys again i can't repeat it enough one small click for you is a big help for us so for those who keep downloading and listening and supporting we really really do appreciate you because we try to put a lot of effort into um uh, what we're doing out here um again uh the biggest thing i want to reiterate is if you want to be on the show Please feel free to hit uh, hit me up um, on my IG, uh, Hoopstar I am, or you can go to Mark's IG, uh, GGT, or you can hit up uh, on the um, About That Life Instagram. Um, I know I've got a few more coaches that have hit me up. I know you said yeah, you got yeah, a buddy yeah. that hit you up. We'd love yeah. to have you on the show, hear your perspective. Uh, we just we want to hear everybody's story and everybody's experience, whether it be good or bad. Uh, just step on the show whenever you get a chance. We're always here for you. Um, today we have a guest. Um, her name is Evelyn Hernandez. I want to make sure I say that right. So um, she <laughs> she's uh, she's uh, she's our first mom, right? That's that's another good milestone. She's yep. our first mom, and she has three daughters. Uh, all three play basketball and are involved in AAU. Uh, let me give you a quick rundown of who she is and her perspective before you know she really steps on the scene. Um, she's originally from South and West Side Chicago, right? Hey. So, Chi-town. Exactly. Chi-town. And that's where I went to college. So, you know, I feel feel you on that one. So much respect. Um, she played basketball herself. You said you nice. didn't start playing competitive basketball until high school, correct? Correct. Okay. How was, how was that experience overall? Okay. Great. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, she attended high school in Florida as well, you, where you ran track? Yes. Okay, nice. nice. Uh, received a D1 scholarship. Yes. Uh, at Stetson, 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 Stetson University. Stetson University. Nice. Um, but decided to pursue, uh, pursue track, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Intended uh, Florida International, and that's where you met your kid's father. Correct. Right? Okay, perfect. Um, right now, currently, she's a real estate broker, 20 years of experience. So, you know, nice. if any of you guys are looking for a house, she got you. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, she's also in her last year of law school. Wow. Right, so she's going to be a real estate agent and a lawyer. Wow, so there okay. you go. Make, make, make it happen. I like but, that. But black girl magic, right? Let's get it. <laughs> black girl slash mixed girl. Oh, uh, mixed girl. <laughs> my bad. So um, <laughs> she also has her own company. Uh, that it's called Essence Meets Hustle, right, which is yes. a clothing brand and a lifestyle brand, correct? Nice. Okay, we'll probably talk more about that in the show. 
Um, as I said before, she's a mother of three athletes, three uh, hoopers. Uh, hoopers, yeah, hey. female, uh, female hoopers, uh, Nadia, Nia, and Naomi. So big shout out to you girls if you listen to this. You know, as I enjoy having your mom on the show. Uh, Nadia and Nia are going to be the main topics because mm-hmm. of where they're at currently and what they've done in their past. Um, they both played AAU, uh, went to Antelope High School, and then transferred to West Campus. Correct. Right? Yeah. Okay. Um, they won state twice. That's right. Two times. Two times. Two times. Back to back? Yeah. Back to back. For West okay, Campus. Okay. Two, yeah. two times state champions, um, which is obviously a really big deal because there's a lot of people who play high school, not a lot of people win state. Mm-hmm. So Correct. I don't care what level it is. It's hard to win state. They yes. did it back to back, though. Yeah, exactly. Back to yeah. back. And then um, and you said that, I remember, well, before... We started recording. You said they won middle school too, right? They did. They won their middle school championship. You know, that's a big deal when you got to play Sutter, I'm just saying. <laughs> okay. But oh. we did. They went to Didion. Shout out to Didion. <laughs> oh, great. <laughs> nice. We um, said they uh, got D1 scholarships. Yes. Uh, which college again? Uh, the first time mm. around was Cal State University, Bakersfield. Okay. Yeah. All around Bakersfield. That's where my grandpa is. Shout out to you, grandpa. <laughs> Um, they later transferred to Diablo Valley this past year, right? Yes. DPC College. Um, and then you said Nadia is attending Sac State yes. next year, right? Yes, in the, in the spring. Okay. The and then Nia ended up with a D1 scholarship yes. to UNLV, it's correct? UNLV. She's at UNLV. Mm-hmm. Running Rebels. Yep. Yes. Yep. Nice. Right. So, you know, and, you know, fortunate for them, they're going to have a season this year, it looks yes. like. It's, when's that start? November? 25th. 25th. Okay, cool. And then... The youngest one, Naomi, mm-hmm. who is a six foot seventh grader. That is correct. Oh which gosh. is ridiculous right now. Right? <laughs> Super lengthy. Uh, her, yeah. <laughs> her AAU is the Stockton Mustangs, right? Um, what's what's her coach name? Coach K. Coach K. Okay. Um, I still think she would look good in a YBA jersey. <laughs> so, you know, any day you want to make that move to South Beach, <laughs> let transition. me know. Yeah, let me know. Or she can play for both. I don't care. Okay, <laughs> I do okay. not care. Um, and, uh, you know, big ups for you for um, – finishing your uh, law degree i hope that works Thank out you. for you Appreciate obviously that. i've known you a while and watched you work your ass off to try to make that happen so yes you know uh, definitely more power to you um without further ado let's introduce miss hernandez to the show hey. welcome <laughs> to the show all right thank you so let's get right to it all right let's let's Talk about your your AAU life, because obviously mm-hmm. that's the main emphasis of the show. But obviously you're going to be talking more of the perspective of that mother, you know, um, single mother taking care of these girls, trying to navigate this uh, this field. Obviously, mm-hmm. there's a little more crazy and I would say some more dirtiness on the men's side. But there is a level of that on the girl side Absolutely. as well. You know, obviously a lot of positive, but a lot of negative as well. Um, the progression of your girls in AAU. Um, in the AU scene, uh, it's it's always interesting for me with girls basketball. If you go back to episode two when we were talking to Ted mm-hmm. about it, you know, he was speaking speaking from the perspective of a, a male coach, a male college mm-hmm. coach, talking about it. Um, I really want to get into not only a mother but a parent's perspective for that. Um, I feel with girls, there's just some different intangibles. Like for one, they just quit out of nowhere. Um, it matters who they play with. They have to like like who they play with. Where I would say for boys, that really yeah. doesn't matter as much. There's like, like, can you? Yeah, okay, let's get on the court and hoop. Um, sometimes it's the pressure, right? Mm-hmm. Sometimes it could be, uh, you know, uh, 
a boy straight up, you know, boyfriend or someone, you know, uh, they like that's pulling them kind of away. Sometimes they just, uh, plain lose interest. Mm -hmm. So for you as a mom, what have you done to keep your daughters motivated? And and you could speak to Naomi as well, but I may, obviously I'm talking mainly for your older ones. Mm -hmm. How did you keep them motivated from their youth all the way through high school. Why didn't they fall into one of those traps? What did you do as a mom? Um, first and foremost, I got to shout out their dad. Because although I'm a single mom, um, I wasn't a single parent. Nice. Um, their dad is an integral part in their success. Um, it was a definitely like a team effort, you know. And that made all the world a difference. But from day one, <clears throat> we allowed the girls to... Uh, play whatever sport they showed interest in. We were just happy that they wanted to play sports. We're like, yes, okay. And then, um, of course, we loved the fact that they gravitated towards the same sport that we Mm -hmm. loved. And that was the sport we knew, that we know best. So it was like, okay, they they like a sport that we know. Okay, we can do this. Did their father... background with basketball yeah yeah he went to kennedy high school and then he um played for uh jc okay and then from there he got a full ride to fiu yeah most definitely so two athletic parents yes yes Yes. genetics definitely that's always a (laughs) that's always (laughs) a recipe you know hashtag bloodline (laughs) um but yeah so i for us though from the very beginning we instilled in the girls like hey listen if you're gonna compete you need to know that there's no quitting. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. We're going to do it, and we're going to do it to the best of our ability. And that was, we gave them the overall picture. Like, it wasn't just you're going to get out there, you're going to shoot 100 shots and make 100 shots. No, you're going to learn the fundamentals of basketball. You're going to learn everything about the sport, right? You're going to fall in love with the sport. And then also, you know, eating right, um, you know, going to sleep on time, just everything about sports in general, um, as well as that AAU life. So okay. that that to me was like the ticket was setting the foundation. Your foundation has to be strong, you know. And so once we set that foundation, when they did have those weak moments, because kids will, mm-hmm, you know what I mean? Um, we reminded them like, hey, this, that we didn't sign up for that. Like, this mm-hmm. is what we signed up for. Good, bad or indifferent. You're going to have your good days. You're going to have your bad days. But overall, this is the end goal. These are the endless possibilities of where basketball can take you. Um, And for my middle daughter, for for Nia, she always wanted to play professional sports. So for her, there wasn't a lot of tugging. It was more so kind of like because she was the younger sibling, it was kind of like keeping her, you know, like chill me. And she was just ready. Like, mom, I'm ready. It's like, no, you're not. (laughs) Like, chill out. Uh, watching her older sister and then of course they drew energy off one another Mm. so they kind of pushed one another but i would say that the main ingredient was just instilling those fundamental rules in them and then of course i having me because i played their dad played Mm. um we knew what it was like on Mm -hmm. every level Mm -hmm. so we prepared them mentally physically spiritually emotionally for the good and the bad you know what I mean? And we and we reminded them whenever they wanted to throw in the tower, like, nah, we're we're not we're not turning back. Like that's not what we do. Right. <laughs> I just got chills. <laughs> I just no, it's a team good. effort. Okay. You know what I mean? Okay. Like we're in this to the end. And once we realized, you know, once they saw the bigger picture, like, hey mom, you know, you can I can get a D one scholarship, we can get our school paid for. It's like, yeah. And nowadays they have stipends. Yeah. You know, back in my day, and I'm telling my age, but hey, they didn't have stipends. Yeah, true, <laughs> you were just true. lucky to get your books paid for yeah, and a meal exactly. card. Right. Um right. You're right. but you know, now they just, you know, sky's the limit for them. And so we really 
made sure that they were aware of the benefits, but also also made sure that they were aware of the grind, the grinding process. Yep. That that was crucial. The uh, the investment, right? There's yeah, the investment of it. Yeah, and we and we and we told them, listen, you're gonna have your naysayers. You let me handle that. You let your dad handle that. You're going to have those coaches that, you know, I don't want to play for them, you know, type of deal. You let your dad and I handle that. We'll take care of that. You just do your part. You let your, your work, when you get on the court, you let it speak for itself, right? Mm-hmm. You don't give people a reason to doubt your athletic ability or your, or your level of, of knowledge for the game. You know, you study this to show yourself approved, and that's exactly what the girls did. That's what we instilled in them. Yeah, sounds about right. I mean, and that's a great job. And. Uh, definitely a good point of emphasis that it takes two parents <laughs> to, to make a lot of this happen. Because unfortunately, on the on the flip side of it, you we do deal with a lot of um, especially in the black community in general. Mm-hmm. We do have a lot of single parents out there. But if there's an opportunity for two parents to be involved in a child's development, even outside of sports. That really does make a huge impact. Yeah, you got to have a commonality. Like our denominator for us was the success of our daughters. It still is, you know, so we're going to work together regardless if we're together or not. And so once we, you know, showed them that, then they're like, all right, you know, and and we never played the field against each other. So it's like if you come to me crying, like, oh, you know, dad got on me in the car. It's like, well, how many free throws did you shoot and how many did you miss? (laughs) Like for real, though. You know what I mean? Like. You got to get back in there, bro. Yeah, like, we got to, you know, and it's, it was it's, like, it's, we're, not, always, we're not about to cry about this. It's always really know? interesting to me, and Mark, you could probably mm-hmm. speak on this, too. It's always the parents that are real with the kids. Yep. To me, those are the kids <laughs> who yep. end up becoming the best yep. player. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yep. To me, at least, my experience. Yep. It's always the parents that yep. want to, like, give them excuses or, nah. you know, what uh, you know, make up whatever. We're making sure you're staying on her right hand. Exactly. <laughs> I'm, yeah. no, I'm sorry. Like, yeah. Exactly. Like, <laughs> we need you to turn her left knee. <laughs> exactly. Well, that's what I'm saying. It's those type of parents where, unfortunately, those kids don't reach their full potential because you're giving them mental reasons why they shouldn't. Yeah, when, give up. Instead of just looking at the truth, like, hey, maybe I just suck at layups. Maybe I need to just do mic and drill. Yeah. Right? So, no, and respect. I, respect the coaches. Um, that was big for us, especially, you know, my middle daughter, she's spicy. She <laughs> got that naturally. Uh, <laughs> and she's just super competitive. You know, I, they have that naturally. And so it was like teaching them also, like, um, you're not just playing against the other team, but you also you got the refs involved, right? Yeah. And so um, also teaching them that, that level of respect yeah. for um, the refs as well and, and the coaches, you know, and it's it's tough because there's times where i was ready to get on the court like can i get a jersey (laughs) and you know that that one parent that coaches hate like if this woman don't sit down i I even had to learn you know it was like because and i think that's just the nature of it though like because you've played and we were young parents it was like watching them was like oh my god you get so animated you're ready you're like you you're in the game with them you just ain't on the court you know so it it was now i'm a lot calmer but you know back then it was like Oh, she did. No, you know, like Nia. What are you doing? Oh, this is the calm. dribble in the middle. This is this is, this is the calm you. <laughs> she getting fired up about I it right now. Like, <laughs> I told I'm you. Toss the pillow. No, that's great though. That's great. Um, so well, speaking of uh, uh, Nia, right? Mm-hmm. With her, you UN, being at UNLV, um, it basically looks like she's on track to play pro. You know what I mean, right? Mm-hmm. Potentially, um, if everything works out. Obviously, this next year might be a little strange because of COVID and right. just how to maneuver that. But she looks like she is on track to potentially play pro. Um, for you, just 
as a mom, parent, would you like to see her in the WNBA or overseas or both? Like, you know, I say both. Okay. You know, I, I want my daughter to experience life outside mm-hmm. of the United States of America. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> so if she has an opportunity um, to do that, okay. I would tell her, you know, a heartbeat, like do both. You nice. know what I mean? And, and see what you like most. Right. Um, and so, yeah. Both. Well, I mean, just listening to everything that you're saying, because, you know, as a trainer, like I always try to say this to my kids, too, is, you know, like you guys have a blueprint, like you guys have laid out a blueprint because mm-hmm. you know, there is a certain way to to get to the top. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? And just listening to you. I mean, I'm assuming they're trying to be at the top. So to me, the top is the WNBA to where also with the WNBA, it's either playing in China. Cause I know mm-hmm. of course that's where the top girls are. Yeah. Right. But we all know there's levels. So just listening, it sounds that you guys basically bred them to be killers. To, <laughs> that's what it sounds like. Cause I haven't yeah. seen them in person, but the way you're describing yeah, them yeah. And, and you and your husband's background, like you guys are invested in this. And so that's mm-hmm. one of the things that I always tell. Cause I have so many parents that come to me as a trainer mm-hmm. where they just assume that, if they send them to me, the skill was yeah, work is going to like, no. wait a minute. Like, what are you guys doing at home first to, <laughs> to plant the seeds? You know, right, saying, cause, right. Cause that's what I've noticed with some of my top kids. Mm-hmm. It's not just the kid who's talented. It's also where they come from, the parents and everything. Yeah. What are they doing? Exactly. Outside of the gym. Yeah. And that's a good point because honestly, I recall vividly, like there was times, you know, when I was with their dad and he would if he had to go to work yeah it was like we we got a treadmill we had yeah. a court we had all the tools at home mm-hmm. so it was like there really wasn't any downtime yeah, yeah. my kids always tease and they're like yeah we like the jackson five over here we <laughs> didn't have no childhood our childhood was AU. that's all right though yeah. but you got your school paid for yeah, 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 uh, but yeah. and she's she's telling the truth yeah. because it was like you know i just remember standing at the treadmill like hey you better run that mile you about yeah. to catch this belt yeah I'm, not, I'm gonna be real with you like yeah. it was that yeah. serious yeah. for us for them because yeah. we knew they wanted it, but exactly. as parents and them being children it was like yeah. hey you're gonna get a whole lot worse than this yep. so you might no. as well catch it from exactly. <laughs> catch no. it from your parents and exactly. so we were making sure that you know outside of the gym they were getting it in yeah on every level so Have that to. that's crucial yep. for sure it's yep. a great point and then so straight up as a woman and just your <laughs> perspective uh you know you got a WNBA game or an NBA game. Which mm-hmm. one are you watching? NBA. Okay. Was <laughs> well, well, that a question? Why do you think it is? I mean, I just, I, I actually want to hear is. this perspective from a woman, okay. right? Because Fair. like we go back to episode yeah. two, if anybody listens, you know where I came from on this. But yeah. I, I would <laughs> like to hear from a woman's perspective on yeah. what do you see the difference with the WNBA? Not, not just the physical and it's a woman and mm-hmm. man, not, take all that away. Just what gravitates you to the NBA and what kind of not necessarily, I don't want to say doesn't gravitate towards you, but what would pull you more to watch an NBA game than watch a WNBA game? You know what? I give, I give props and honor to whom honors do. You know what I mean? Uh, basketball, it's a male sport. You know, that's where it derived from. It wasn't a woman's game. Um, and the tenacity and the aggression to me is a lot higher when you're watching men play um so why not watch Mm -hmm. you know and learn from from those that in my opinion play the game better and i'm a woman and i've played and my daughters play that's not to say that women aren't capable Mm -hmm. of playing on a professional level it's just me personally i my preference is to watch the nba 
right. all day, every day. But you would support the WNBA. Yeah, I would definitely just support, like support I the would. women's I support NBA. The yeah, absolutely, I, I would. But when the my, Monarchs were here, I actually went yeah, to and, games and stuff. And I actually stuff. trained yeah. with Ruthie. So, I mean, you know, when, when, when she was here, um, and I have a lot of respect for them, but at the end of the day, it's like, you know, there's history behind mm-hmm. the NBA, right? Mm-hmm. There's a culture behind the NBA. Um, not to say there's not with the women's NBA, but it, it's still fairly new. Yeah, it you is. You know what I mean? So, um, and, and not only that, I think that the demographic, the 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 audience for the NBA is a lot more versatile mm-hmm. than the women's NBA. Um, and, and as a mom, that's what I'm looking at too. Right. You know right. what I mean? If I'm going to watch the game, I'm going to watch something yep. where there's just – it's everybody, mm-hmm. right? It's not just one demographic or one culture or one population of people. Yeah. Um, and I don't want my daughters to think that, you know, this is the only type of person that plays professional basketball. Right, right, you know, right. no offense. Yeah, I'm, um, I'm, a, but I'm guessing you're real. speaking towards more towards like the LGBT yeah, type I, stuff. I, and I, all I that. Yeah, I get no what you're saying. No qualms with them. I'm just saying like right. as a mom and – you know, having played and have a great love and respect for the sport, I just think that it's imperative that uh, people understand the history and the culture behind basketball, okay. period. No, you know? Sounds good. Well, for me, I've, I've seen you, you know, I've known you a while now, and I mean, we've known each other kind of just through hardwood and mm-hmm. AU and stuff like that, and I've seen you really um, active in, in all your daughter's lives mm-hmm. in terms of for basketball. I see you, you know, when you've gone to Bakersfield and All took time, pictures and go to their <laughs> games and, you know, be here at Hardwood with your youngest daughter. Mm-hmm. Um, you as a mom really seem to be um, in in the in their corner. Mm-hmm. But are there things you've learned through the AAU process uh, from your older girls that you now would navigate and are learning to maneuver with your youngest? You know what I mean? Are there mm-hmm. things and steps you've learned along the way? Absolutely. Um I should write a tutorial. <laughs> I should write a book. I'm working on it. Mm-hmm. Um, absolutely. So, you know, one of the things that I've learned with uh, having put Nadia and Nia through AU was that I think that they could have waited a little bit longer. Okay. You know what I mean? I, I think that building their skill, mm-hmm. you know, the dribbling with the left, dribbling with the right, breaking the press, you know, how knowing how to effectively play defense. Um angles the timing um how many seconds do i pass do i shoot type of deal you know everything rebounding and we were really we're a big rebounding family y'all just saying <laughs> guards <laughs> oh, do rebound okay. <laughs> you right. know what i mean i'm just like i don't care if you're the player get your ass in there That's but good. um I, I think that for us you know having now that we you know the girls are a lot older and now naomi's in it you know we're really big on allowing her to to um perfect her craft right okay. to train nice. on those things and okay. also to to learn them okay. from a mental perspective right? right and if you just jump into AU or you've played rec ball now you're going to AU and now you're competing with kids who probably have done it the opposite mm-hmm. way mm-hmm. your kid can get discouraged very easy yeah. right uh, uh, their confidence level will go down so um one thing that i've learned is just taking your time yep. with the process and um building those fundamentals building that that foundation solid enough to where when you do go play a you you know you're competing with the best of the best right and so uh you want to stand out and so i think that that that's definitely something that we're now doing with naomi that we didn't necessarily do in that order with nadia and nia okay nice and then you know i really like 
legitimately how you opened up and maybe I'm just biased cause I'm a father, <laughs> but you know, we're all, well, we're all fathers in here, yeah. <laughs> but, um, no, I like how you, um, really, uh, gave him the respect he's due. You could tell there's a lot of respect. Absolutely. Two, I got so. a lot of respect for Lee. Um, <laughs> he's I, a great father. No, and that's great. I, 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 I want to talk about that more. Girls. I want to, you know, I definitely want <laughs> to elaborate on that more. So as co-parents, you know what I mean? Um, how, how has that shaped or helped the success, do you think? I mean, of the girls? Yeah, of the girls uh, and everything. My goodness. Well, you know, the girls were in middle school mm-hmm. uh, when their dad and I split. And that was a very traumatic experience for everyone involved, especially the girls. You know, they were at the kind of, I wouldn't say the peak of their career, but they're just now transitioning, right? They're right, in right. puberty. Right. <laughs> they're starting to think boys are cute. <laughs> you know, it's high school time. Right, right. You know what I mean? I got to split my household, you know? So <laughs> it, it was tough for them, but. Um, I think for, you know, for Lee and I, one thing we agreed upon and we, we were all we were friends. So, mm-hmm. you know, I met him when I was 19 years old. So it was like, you know, I, I knew him before I knew him. And you get what I mean? So, yeah, yeah, <laughs> so that was a big factor. Yeah. But, um, you know, I, we just had we, we always had that level of respect. Good. I mean, we disagreed. Don't get me wrong. You know, or he'll call me like, oh, my God, Ev, you won't believe this. It's like <laughs> you're overreacting, bro. And he's like, no, you're not. Re- <laughs> <laughs> right. I mean, don't get don't get it twisted. Like we've had our heated conversations That's- and our debates on, you know, what the girl should have done or shouldn't have done. But at the end of the day, like I said before, the common denominators are daughters. It's the success yeah. of our daughters. And so if they see us bickering, you know what I mean? Uh, what is that showing them? You know what I'm saying? On every aspect of life, not just playing sports, but just being a person. Right. You know what I'm saying? So um, we like I said, we've always had that commonality where it's like it, we want to see our daughters go to the as far as they can go, you know, and um, having respect. You could disagree with someone and still respect that person, Absolutely. you know, and I, me personally, the way I was raised and the, and the, the values and the morals in my family, and I'm, I'm the only girl with all brothers. And so like growing up in a household of strong men uh, and, and being a mixed girl was like, you know, I didn't see disrespect, you know what I'm saying? And I don't believe in disrespect, although respect is earned. I still don't believe in disrespect. And so it was very, it was very important for me to show my daughters that, that love or respect for their father. Rather, I agreed or disagreed. So he and I, like I said, we don't always agree. But at the end of the day, we wanted to make sure that our daughters saw that their the common denominator. Their success is what we care about more than anything. It's not about me. It's not about you. It's not about who you seeing or I'm seeing. It, it, there's no time for that. Nice. <laughs> it, it's, it's all about them. So no, that's great. Yeah, that's that's what it is. So having their dad had definitely helped. And having their dad, you gotta have their dad. You You gotta have their. Listen, (laughs) there are things that a father can teach a daughter that a mother can't. You know what I'm saying? Um, And I'm speaking from personal experience, so I don't want my struggle to be their struggle. If they could, if they could alleviate some of that struggle by having their dad, why not? You know what I'm saying? So, no matter what, at the end of the day, like I tell this to all the ladies, like, look, it's not about you. You know what I mean? It's what's best for your child, what's best for your, especially for girls. Like, they need their dad. You know, their dad be putting them up on, they put them up on game. Like, you know <laughs> what I mean? And their dad was Pretty Boy Floyd, oh, so you okay. already know. But, uh, but no. yeah, you know, I'm like, hey, you need to teach your daughter some of that because no, we know no. you got that. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, and he did. Oh, and good. he still does. And oh, I'm thankful. Great. I'm grateful for that, you know? Yeah. So, I want my daughters to be like, 
yeah, no, mom, I'm going to call dad. Yeah, go ahead, call your dad. You know, which, or, and I ask him, what your dad say? And he'll ask them, what your mom say? Yeah, yeah, that sounds about right. <laughs> Even if we disagree, we'll right. call each other on the line. You know that wasn't right. No, no, I mean, but that's, to me, I think this just points to, for me, the big, the big reason I wanted wanted to hear that kind of stuff. And it's spiritual. From you. Well, it's yes. Spiritual. Well, I wanted to hear that stuff from you because, um, again, you know, I think more moms sometimes need to hear that. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just, Gotta our, let the man take if, the lead. If, if, we're, if we're talking culturally, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. People could look the numbers up themselves. You know, the black community has a very big disproportionate of single yeah. family homes. It just is a fact. Mm-hmm. So a part of breaking that cycle is having these tough conversations, yep. yeah. right? And saying these things that kind of need to be yep. said, you know, and it's great to hear a mom say, yeah, my daughters are doing extremely well and successful, but yep. the dad was a huge part of that. Yeah. You know? And I've had this conversation with a lot of moms, right. oh, I'm glad. <laughs> you know, with a lot of my friends, um, other single moms or whatnot. And I'll probably, you know, get bashed for it, but it's all good. Cause I'm going to stick to what I know. Um, these are my morals. These are my values. And I seen it. I've tested, I've tried it and it works. Nice. You know what I'm saying? So if it didn't work, that'd be something different, but it's just who I am, mm-hmm. you know, at the end of the day, like, uh, sometimes things don't work out, but it's first spiritual. Right. Yeah. And so I, I, I want my daughters to understand that you need to have a strong male presence in your life. Right. And so, I want them to have that engagement with their dad because eventually, you know, they're going to go off and they're going to marry. Right. Yeah. You, you're hoping that they marry right. somebody that with, with, you know, a sound mind and that's you're respectful and that's going to treat them as such and vice versa. So it's very important that, you know, women allow men to take the lead. Um, now, obviously, there are occasions where, you know, it might not be to the best interest of the child at that moment because i'm all i'm big on second chances so um but at the end of the day i i think that is very important you know it's very important for us women and especially women of color very cool um to be respective of what's real right right it's man first so i mean it is what it is well, I appreciate don't fight that. it <laughs> <laughs> no um the current culture of aau right mm-hmm. um you know navigating mm-hmm. it with coaches trainers um you know, how has that process been for you? Like, like how <laughs> is uh, you know, I'm just saying, like, have <laughs> have uh, have coaches slid, slid into the DM sometimes, and and you know, I'm shoot kidding. their shot you and things it. like Look, that. I'm, I'm just saying, has, <laughs> I'm really has that happened? Now. Where's my water at? Have Where's they, the water at? Where's no real though? Where did the water? Damn. They're like, you know, did I hide it? Oh, I don't know. You had oh, water. It's hot. Oh my um, <laughs> that no. was that was a loaded here, question, y'all. No, I'm Lord. just saying, like, got me over here. You got um, back. got you know, <laughs> single sing, single mom, you know, with the with the, with the girls. I'm yeah. sure coaches noticed and was like, hey, what's going you know on? what's funny though, because people. <laughs> They affiliate Lee and I still together because we go to all the games, Okay, you know, but now they don't. But Mm. like during that transitional moment, they're like, there's that's Lee's wife, you know, and Lee's (laughs) like, that's not my wife. Oh, that's not your wife. (laughs) (laughs) Or vice versa. Because let me tell you something, women be on it, too. You know what I mean? They was they were waiting. They were waiting at the back door like, oh, you know, but uh, it's all good. Um, So, yeah. I mean, it's happened, you know okay. what I mean? But it's up to the individual whether or not they're going to entertain it. And I'm all business. Okay. That's one thing about me. Like, uh, <laughs> my yay is yay and my nay is nay. Oh. I, I'm, a, I'm a real one, for real, for real. Hey. Um, and so for me, it's like, 
you know, I don't ever want to do anything that's going to be disrespectful to my daughters, um, to to the game, um, to myself, okay. to their dad. You know, I, I don't want no shadiness. You know what I mean? I don't want sh no one ever to be like, oh, she's dating the coach, so that's why she's playing. Nah, she's playing because she's nice. the best point guard. You know <laughs> what I mean? She's yeah. playing because she's she's bored and she's mm -hmm. in there and she's she's a beast. She's All a dog. Right. That's that's what I want. I don't ever want no shadiness. So to answer your question, yes, they have. <laughs> I won't. I don't. But you didn't snitches entertain get it. Stitches, okay. Chris. Right. <laughs> I ain't throwing nobody under the bus. Uh, Please don't. But, you don't um, have to do all that. But but, but, it, yeah. but it has happened. It has happened. Okay. Yes, it happens. So how um, uh, you watched your girls win back to back state titles. Uh, what was that like? Um, that was great. And my daughter, Nadia, she was a senior, her senior year. So that was awesome. Um, shout out to Coach Langston and the West Campus crew out there. Um, what year was this? What year was this? Oh, gosh. My math is horrible. Let's see. <laughs> Nadia, they won 2018. Nice. Okay. Um, they were Division Four at okay. that time. And then in 2000, uh, was it 2017 or 18? I'm, I'm tripping. It might be 17, 18. Uh -huh. Back to back. Yeah. Okay. And then when Nia won, that was a highlight. She won without yeah. her sister. Because, see, wow. their first year they won, they were loaded. Yeah. You know, yeah. West Campus was loaded. Yeah. They had Kiara. They had mm -hmm. my two girls. Mm -hmm. They had... Um, I can't even remember the young lady's name, but nevertheless, they were loaded. Yeah, yeah. You know, um, they were so loaded. It was like, dang, you know, they yeah. could have started anybody. Yeah, you yeah. know what I mean? And then my girls were coming from Antelope. So it was mm. like trying to fit into a new, yeah. you know, coaching yeah. system and yeah. play. Um, and then that last year, Nia's senior year, she told me, she's like, mom, I'm, I'm going to win state. Ooh. And so once she told me okay. that, I as a parent and her dad, we were like, yeah, she's going to win state. What are we wow. going to do to help you win state? Yeah, right. Yeah. We're going to do everything we can yeah. to support you yeah. to make sure that happens in that. And we were all in for her. So we were making sure my daughter was putting in shots. Yeah. Truth be told after practice. Really? You know Just what I mean? She was a dog. Beat? My daughter was playing like she was playing in a game in practice. Ooh, you know what I mean? Okay. And I'm thankful she didn't get yeah. hurt because she'd be scaring me. She's yeah. so crafty. I'd be like, yeah. oh, you know, like, oh, me. Yeah. You know what I mean? But, um, but yeah, her senior year, they, she won without her sister, and they were D3. Yeah. Um, and it's crazy because the first year they won, mm -hmm. I felt like the competition was harder. Mm. And then Nia's senior year, she just, I don't know, she just made it look so easy so effortless you know huh? she was so ready and you yeah. can see it in yeah. her you know it was just it's exhilarating you know you yeah. get chills when you yeah. see somebody yeah. that really just yeah. they're a dog you're yeah. like that's what i'm talking yeah. about you know yeah me put in the work <laughs> get you 15 boards boo Damn, <laughs> that's what we're, that's what it's about especially when it's your own child so that's even yeah more you know what i mean and like, you know i was that mom like that's mine right there yeah, of course of course <laughs> at the scoreboard the man was like you can't comment Right, exactly. I keep scoring. This yes. is not the day. Well, then, so then, what's what's the end game goals? I mean, five years from now, ten years from now, what would you like to see? You know, not only for your own business, and obviously being a lawyer, your real estate uh, companies, you know, all, all that good stuff, and for your daughters. I mean, ultimately, at that point, they're going to be grown, even more grown <laughs> they than they grown. already are. They, but, they no. but um, you know, five years, ten now, ten years from now, what what would you like to see? Ooh, that's a great question. Um, so for the girls, I'm gonna do them individually. So for Nia, I would definitely like to see her live out her dreams, play professional ball. Um, she uh, mentioned that she wants to use basketball as a platform to do some sports broadcasting and whatnot. So nice, nice. Um, smart. I'm I'm looking forward to that. 
right? And then uh, she always tells me, she's actually been telling me this for a minute. Every time we walked into Dick's Sporting Goods, she was like, you know what? You see Skylar Diggins, mom? That's going to be me. My face is going to hey, be on Nike. I'm like, that's like right, that. boo. That's right. <laughs> so I would like to see that. Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> uh, just, to, just because this is, this is her dream. I want to see her fulfill her dream. Um, absolutely finish her degree. She has her AA, so I'm super proud of my daughter. Uh, she has a 3.9 GPA. I nice. could not ask for anything better than that you know what i mean it's not and i always tell my girls this it's not just about beauty beauty is so much it's is deeper than Mm -hmm. this right because at any moment this can go yeah you know what i mean but what's on the inside is everlasting so i want to see her finish school um strong and then uh see her play professional and then uh my my middle daughter she's going to be attending sac state She's not sure. She's on the fence about basketball right now, and that's good. I'm good with that. She's like got one. She has one more year, so I want to see her finish school. And she's still, she's on the line, and she wants to go to Atlanta for her uh, master's nice. degree. So um, I'm looking forward for to that. She's very headstrong. Started her own business, so she's doing nice. really well. Wow. Um, my youngest daughter Naomi, she's just like I'm going to Stanford, mom. Oh, so yeah, she's been okay. she's she said that for like about a year now so uh, i want to see her just elevate elevate as a player elevate as a person as a young lady you know what i mean uh just be strong don't get caught up in the social media hype and it's tough you know when you have daughters and then me (laughs) i'm spicy i ain't gonna lie but i still want them i want all my daughters to to be just classy young women Nice. You know what I mean? To to grow up and be have a sophistication, have a be women of substance. You know, um, that's really the end goal as a mom, as a woman. Um, as far as me personally, uh, five years, ten years from now, I my goal is to open up a legal clinic in 2021 um, so that I'm able to help those that are less fortunate nice. um, that don't necessarily have the fortitude or the education to. Um, file paperwork you know and so my emphasis is going to be in real estate law and criminal law so um i'm really excited about that and that's going to be under essence be tussle which is my lifestyle clothing brand that i just started um and 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 it's it's a process but yeah that's 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 the end goal for me and i i can definitely see that happening for you five years oh let me put this out there in the universe and probably be married again oh married okay (laughs) all right Right? (laughs) (laughs) that's nothing wrong with that that's a good that's a good thing um well shit let's switch gears and talk about the nba right yeah let's let's get to it i mean there's obviously quite a few storylines going on but the biggest clearly the biggest story right now is what the fuck clippers because that's all I can say. They're cursed. They're the, called the Clippers for I know, a reason. I know. <laughs> They're cursed. There's a reason my podcast is explicit. And this episode will say right here, what the fuck, Clippers? And the, and the crazy part is because I went back to like episode three or four. Remember when I was talking about Denver? Yeah. Remember yeah. I said I like how they're trying things yeah. and how they're experimenting with Boa. And I yeah. said that team makes me a little nervous. I, yeah. I, ch- I did chose the Clippers, yeah. so yeah. they got me looking like a jackass right now. <laughs> but I was like, Denver makes That's me nervous. Yeah. Remember I yeah. said that? Yeah. And yeah. sure as hell enough, Denver fucking. That was crazy. That I, was- I said the Nuggets make me a little nervous because teams that experiment typically means they're, they're, they're i mean they're, when they're in desperation mode they're just gonna try yeah. shit yeah. and when they and of course who would have thought murray's gonna drop 41 in games yeah. you know what i mean like yeah. no you you don't know this but teams that break tradition 
with the exception of the Rockets, I just didn't think what they could do could yeah. work at all because it was it was so non traditional yeah. that it looked borderline crazy. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah, I'm gonna have a six five center. Yeah, that's okay, not yeah, that's no. Um, but what they were doing with experimenting with their different parts yeah. and getting different guys looks, it's just man, it made me nervous, bro. And it's I mean, so much. I mean, a lot of it too is you know at the end of the day, yes, give Denver their props. They came back from two three one deficits, mm-hmm. Utah series. Yep. And then the Clippers, but to me, at the end of the day, the PG. Clippers choke. Like you <laughs> yes. can't, you can't, you can't be. They I think, choke. I think Kawhi. That's the difference between Kobe Bryant. I'm just saying. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. the Michael Jordan, yeah. right? Yeah. You can't be Kawhi and PG can't go nine for twenty two together Bro. in a in a closeout game. And Murray drops forty. He outscores both of y'all. So, and like I said, I feel like the whole season the Clippers were playing with. They just seem arrogant. Mm-hmm. They seem like they were supposed to complacent. And they, yeah, and they, of course mm-hmm. they couldn't even get to my Lakers, which we, we about to sweep Denver. We about to sweep. <laughs> but, be, but be real, be real. And I and I and I, I believe even as a Lakers fan, yeah, I even think most Lakers fans wanted a Clippers oh, Lakers sure, Western sure. Conference Finals to you know validate what I mean? it more. They wanted that yeah. final, mm-hmm. not to take nothing away from the Nuggets, yeah. but I think that was the finals yeah. people or Western Conference yeah. Finals people yeah. wanted to see. Yeah. That was the finals if that would have yeah, happened. Yeah, exactly. But like, the Clippers couldn't even get to that point, right? So that yeah, yeah. And there's and the cold part is because again, there's been a million analysis talking about it. I'm not going to get way into that because we got way more stuff mm-hmm. to talk about, obviously, but. You know, is there blame on Doc Rivers? Yes. Is there blame on Kawhi, Kawhi Leonard? Yes. But the biggest to me, and I'm sorry, is uh, uh, <laughs> PG. Paul yeah. Joy. I mean, bro, yeah. I was watching so many memes. <laughs> so much. Th- I mean, they said, they said, you know, because, of course, Paul George called himself Playoff P. Yeah. And then they started oh, no. making fun of his name yeah, and stuff. Yeah, they yeah. were, like, rated <laughs> PG-13. You know, they were, they were, like, Playoff something. And it was just, oh, it was, his it, social media's got to be turned off by now. It's got to be. <laughs> to me, it kind of also shows, you know, like, take the, 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 the funny stuff aside. Like, especially what I would teach to my pl- younger players. Even the top players in the world can go through it mentally. Because to me, that's what it was during the whole playoffs. Yes. Like somebody that caliber is going through a series where he can't make a shot. Where remember, at the end of the day, a lot of those guys, this is what they do for their lives. Yeah. They 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 shoot, they train. They're paid to be great. But to be at this moment where you see somebody who has high expectations still crumble, you know, and then of course I gotta talk to a younger kid like that, like that just shows how much mentally the mind is so powerful. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. you would think that you guys are the best in the world. Why are you mm-hmm. playing like this? Mm-hmm. And that just kind of shows that nobody's perfect. You know what I'm You're saying? As an athlete. Right. So absolutely right. Unless they're Kobe or Jordan. Well, okay. <laughs> well, the but one, you know, even Kobe, like true if, that. You, yeah. if true. you watch a lot of his, uh, documentaries mm-hmm. where he speaks about his mental, yeah. and what he did to overcome yeah. that. Yeah. It's like, it explains why. Yeah. He is yes. Who he who is. He yeah. Legendary yeah. status. Yeah. I mean, um, the funny, fun fact with them, uh, for those who might be watching or listening, um, <laughs> they they basically gave up everything to get Paul George. I mean, y'all, if you research it yourself, they, the deal OKC got, they definitely solidified their future. Let's mm-hmm. put it like that. Yep. Where they're at now, yeah. <laughs> where OKC is, you know, they're in this weird in-between spot. Shout out to Chris Paul because he obviously did an amazing job with that group. But they are looking good in the future. Mm-hmm. The Clippers cannot nope. draft anyone until 2027 mm-hmm. what does that mean so you guys understand that means 
the sixth grade class right now, the AAU sixth graders, will be the class that the uh, Clippers get to pick. That's crazy. So if you got some sixth graders out there, uh, the Clippers will be looking for you in, ah, <laughs> in, in a few years. They might not even be, be be called the Clippers by then. You're they right. might be in San you're Diego right. or Las Vegas. Who you, knows? You're right. They're going to be mom and dad elite somewhere else. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's it's yeah. yeah, it's just pretty interesting seeing how that they gave up that much. Uh, let's shift to the Eastern Conference. Let's talk about uh, Miami and uh, uh, the Celtics. No, oh, that's gonna be a that's uh, Miami is. I like Miami. I want Miami yes. to win personally. Nothing against yeah. the Celtics. Yeah, on, yeah, yeah. I, I of course there's always that great Lakers Celtics yeah. matchup, but I don't yeah. know. I just I like Jimmy Butler, man. I feel he deserves that yeah. uh, appearance. He, 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 he yeah. now will he win it? Probably <laughs> yeah. not. But yeah, I feel yeah, yeah. he deserves that yeah. because because yeah. Jimmy's the dude. And I and I watch some of his memes and quotes, and he he actually he says a lot of nice quotable shit. Like he said something. He's like, he said, "I'm never been like I've never been the fastest. I don't yeah, jump yeah, the yeah, highest." Yeah. I, I don't. But he said I'm tough. It. But he said I'm tough as fuck. Yeah. He said I am tough as fuck, and I'm not afraid of yeah. nobody. He a dog. And that's he's, that dog mentality. Yeah. You, well, that's exactly. the thing. You cannot teach the it factor. Yeah. You can't teach nope. somebody heart. Is yep. it you got it or you exactly. don't? Exactly. And he right? proving it. I remember yeah. when he got into it with um. When he was with the Bulls, he got into it with Nene. Mm-hmm. That? Nene ain't a little dude. That's yeah. like a seven foot, and he grabbed him like by the head, and you yeah. could see like Jimmy was like, yeah. "What's up? Like, he's let's ready. do it." Like, I was yeah. like, a guy like that. I'm like, it's man, he's a, he's a grimy player. He's yeah, not afraid to get in and there. he yeah. and he just plays no hard, board. man. <laughs> Play some defense. It's like you know, as a coach and from a coaching perspective, if I got a kid like that. I yeah. want him. Yeah, I wish him all the success that he can that he can do. Yeah. You know what I mean? And and I I, I don't know. I think Lakers Miami is a great. A great uh, series. I don't yeah. know. What do you think? Well, either way, we gonna get our 17th oh, banner. Shit. So here you go. <laughs> I'm just saying. Uh, the Clippers are out of it, so I'm just saying. Ah, uh, my man, Clippers. <laughs> y'all got me looking real. <sighs> Whatever. <laughs> We're just gonna move on because, like I said, we can talk about that all night. Um, on the flip side of it, for AAU uh, in our area, uh, Harwood Palace opened back up. Mm-hmm. So definitely want to give a shout out to Steve and the work they did this weekend. I think they did an amazing job. They only have four co- they have eight courts total. They only had four c- courts playing at a time. Oh, okay. So it was a lot of space in between. You know, a lot of people keeping distancing. Their masks were on. They did their protocols. Um, it, it was it was done really well and and no fights. <laughs> you know, uh, wasn't a lot of cheating yeah. going on. A little bit of cheating, but not a lot of cheating, right? So you know, that's where I told you the difference with like yeah. courtside and uh, hardwood. Man, yeah. they just they make things very smooth, yeah. <laughs> and so you know, hopefully, um, that that continues. But just wanted to say, great job uh, to hardwood. Uh, football's back, mm. so you know, I'm a football fan. I don't know if you guys are football fans, but I happen to so, watch so. it every now and then. You know, I'm a Raiders fan. Let's just put it like that. Oh, I'm a Raiders okay. fan, okay. even though we're not in Oakland anymore. But yeah. <laughs> and so it's been fun watching that. But the more Exciting thing to me is uh, college basketball is back. Yep. Yes. November 25th. Super exciting. College, what's your college team? Uh, I never I'm, asked you. Because I'm, I'm from San Diego, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So I've seen the whole San Diego State Kawhi Leonard thing when I was out there. So okay, nice. if I had to pick somebody that I always, you know, check on my phone how they're doing, it's usually San Diego State. All so. right. What about you? You got one beside, well, whatever you daughter, you uh, and LV, right? yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> Lady Rebels. Exactly. No, I'm a Cal guy. Okay. I'm, I'm always, I've always been a cow guy. My boy, when Poe was there, you know, Ooh, I was, I was okay. definitely at the games when yeah, Poe was there. Yeah. So I've always been a cow guy. But, um, no, I'm glad college basketball is back. I yeah. I love the NBA. I do. But I really like college basketball. Yeah. As far as watching it, I'd rather watch more college ball than 
NBA ball for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'll turn NBA on on one TV and watch college on another TV. Quite honestly, I turned the NBA on just to help with yeah. the ratings because <laughs> that's I'm just trying to support the brothers like here. Yeah, I'll yeah. turn that on, but yeah. I'll actually watch college because to me, I for as a coach, I yeah. learned so much yeah. watching these guys and how strategic they are because because the reality is I'm trying to prepare exactly. my kids for that. Uh, now, if they happen to make it to the NBA, more power to them, yeah. but I'm not preparing my kids yeah. for the league. Yeah. I'm trying to prepare them for um, exactly. college. So exactly. I learn a lot watching yeah, those guys. A, I think there's also, like, a lot more <clears throat> level of skill that's demonstrated yeah. when you're watching mm-hmm. college basketball uh, opposed to professional. It's kind of like, I just think those kids, they're yeah. hungry. You know yeah. what I mean? Because they're all fighting they're for something. Right. They're trying so to get to the it's league. It's a lot more exciting. Because yeah. in the league, especially regular season, as we know, and that's been the big debate, you know, with load management and stuff, there are times these teams are just kind of coasting. Yeah. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? They don't play with that yeah. desperation anymore. Right. And it's hard. I can I can never imagine even myself as an NBA coach only because you are literally telling millionaires to want to play basketball. I mean, you're – it's hard, you know what I mean? Like, you're ma- it's not X's and O's. It's more yeah, managing personalities. Exactly. And and at the end of the day, they're, uh, they're millionaires. I mean, yeah. a lot of them are, you know, at least yeah. thousandaires, right? You know, they're like, dude, I make, you know, $10 million a year, $20 million a year. I don't give a fuck what you're telling me about. Yeah. Dive on the floor for a ball. Yeah. <laughs> like, you kiss my ass. All right, you know what I'm That's saying? True. That's I couldn't imagine it's me in that situation. Though. Because they work so hard to get there, right? Yeah, they yeah. would. think that, you know, I mean, they could be cut, too. Well, it, it's really once they get past that rookie contract. Yeah. They get yeah. past that rookie contract. They coast. That's why there's only a few Kobe's and, yeah. and Mike's They coasting. They like, know? shit, I'm good. Yeah. I, sec- I secured no the coasting. bag. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you really love the game, there's no coasting. And the only last NBA thing is um, that I want to talk about uh, while it's on my mind, too, is an uh, old boy that got caught with a girl. I forgot his name. Dude from uh, Houston? Yeah. House? Yeah. yeah Come yeah. on, brother. All I can tell you, bro, yeah. is look, man. <laughs> you heard his I, team. Yeah. yeah. Bro. Like, it, I heard his wife, like, deleted all her the pictures of him on Instagram. Wow. I think they showed the picture of the girl he, like, oh, he was snuck in too. with. Yeah, he's married. Uh, he's married. Yeah. She did. She deleted. Up, and I was like, <laughs> but that's like the dumbest shit Fast ever. Right? Okay, but let's keep, let's let's keep it one hundred. Like, okay. yes, NBA players get it in. NBA players yeah. cheat. I'm not like I don't think college ball player. I didn't say all of them, but I'm I, as a man, I can speak on this a little right. bit. Like, uh, I know I can see why though. Uh, as a woman, uh, right. looking like I try to put myself in their shoes. Like, when you really think about it, you know, you're Kobe Bryant. Do you know how many draws are thrown at him? Like, yeah. come on. You know what I mean? And yeah. as his wife, I'm sure, you know, there are times where she's just like, dang, you know? Well, you Vanessa know definitely know he cheated. What you married. Like, <laughs> there's a lot of not Kobe Bryant second right. draws thrown on him. Instead of ducking, they, you know, they catch him. Exactly. You know what I mean? So, I mean, it's just. It's tough. And I get it. But, but what I'm like, saying is <laughs> doing this at the bubble has got to be an all-time That's the dumbest, dumbest shit ever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. okay, you do it, like, yeah. be real, and in case y'all want really want to talk about it, yeah, I know plenty, uh, I've met plenty of NBA dudes, like, when I was a bartender in Chicago, mm-hmm. for the Chicago, I mean, they do, they come to the club with their little jump-offs, yeah. and they do their thing on the road, and all that, like, that happens, that just fucking happens, if you don't like it, sorry, it does, Magic Johnson and the Showtime <laughs> Lakers were notoriously known for being cokeheads and whores, like, that's just what they did. That's they, why it's important for these young women, when you asked me earlier about the end goal for my daughters, when yeah. I said women of sophistication, oh, I get it. substance, right? Nah, you got that's daughters, I get it. And, and so again, there are more women 
that have morals and values and self-respect and have respect for the sanctuary of marriage, then a lot of those things, I'm not giving a pass to men, right? But no. men are men. Let's be real. <laughs> Biologically, it's just it's different for a man yeah. than it is for a woman. Right. I had to learn that. Yeah. You know, like, wow, men can... Y'all can do that and I love somebody? Yeah. Yeah, they can. It's like, what? No. Yeah. Dang, that's cold. But um, but it's real. And I and I, you know, it's just like, ladies, come on. You know what I mean? Have respect for each other, have respect for yourself. But how's the sanctuary of marriage? How's literally just I mean, that's gotta be one of the most all time <laughs> dumbest right. Poor guy. He must have been really fiending this. Yeah, right. Like you, know you couldn't just wait a couple like right. Houston wasn't winning. Like you couldn't wait yeah. <laughs> you couldn't wait a couple more weeks. You'd be on the first flight and just you know what I mean? But barely hey, not, whatever. I, I, yeah, barely <laughs> not. Um all right, so couple couple funny things, funny events. Um uh the refs were real rusty at Hardwood. So, you know, refs, shout out to you guys. I know you have a hard job. I know you're working hard. But you could definitely see the rust with some of these refs. They were like, they weren't getting up and down court as quick. They were missing some calls. Yeah, some of them, for the ones who weren't at court side, they were either with their chest doing hardwood. They were just, uh, they were they were definitely a little rusty. And I just kind of had to laugh and poke a little fun at that. But overall, no, they I, I feel they did a good job, at least for the refs in my games. I think they were they were really good, communicating well. You could tell they were enjoying it, right? Like they were happy to be back. You know what I mean? Not, not just for the money. I don't think yeah. refs make a million dollars yeah. in them, but you could tell they enjoyed what they were doing. So it, it was just good to um, see them again. Uh, the only thing, only other funny event I have to say. So I played my eighth grade group. Um, that's the one you recorded yeah. um, in a freshman bracket. They won, Ooh, which was I seen great. that in your story. Yeah, yeah, they and uh, yeah, they yeah they're a good ass <laughs> group and. Um, but uh, a team I saw playing, the Sac Titans, had a sophomore on their team. And this is the freshman lowest bracket. So, because I did play them up, but it was like the freshman white bracket. So, I, no, maybe not the lowest. It was like a mid bracket. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they had this sophomore who I know is a sophomore because he played against my older team, okay. right? He might, he might even be a junior. I, I don't know. But he, no, I think, I think he's a sophomore. But he's like really big. And yeah. I mean, physically just beyond all yeah. the other kids and yeah. this coach had them playing that's where i say where it was a little bit of cheating at yeah, hardwood yeah, so yeah. you know sack titans you got your wins today i'm that's happy a for you though for that young man i mean yeah that's what i don't i never i don't get I it man i just don't get it like i the kids just want to play but this is what this is where i'm going to speak to the kids you guys as kids especially to me if by high school level yeah if you're not willing to challenge yourself yeah like if you know I'm a sophomore, I'm physically bigger than ever, and I'm playing in this freshman lower bracket. You should at least, as a basketball player, look at yourself and go, you know what, I'm cool. Like, mm-hmm. no, nah, coach, I'm, I'm you know, good. One of the things that uh, my kid's father and I did when they were uh, playing AU and for the Stockton Mustangs, um, we he had different levels, obviously, of girls that played. And to that point, one of the things we told the girls was like, we don't want you going against the softest. Mm-hmm. When you're doing the drills, you go against the fastest girl, the toughest girl. And it's amazing because as, as it builds their confidence. And, yeah. like, for Nia, I just remember, you know, she's just, like I said, she's just spicy naturally. But it really helped her to the point where when she got to high school and she had to play, you know, the sack highs or Ponderosa or, or whatever – there was no fear there because, you know, at an early age, we're like, no, nah, you're going to go against the mm-hmm. best girl. 
and we always had them play up. We always wanted them to to get better. Good. You know? And I think that's important. The parents need to do that. Coaches need to do that because it's a disadvantage yeah. with kids, right? You're not challenging them when you do stuff like that. No, I get it. Well, then, oh, go ahead, Mark. No, because I was going to speak on that. What you were saying is so, what I do sometimes, too, is uh, some of my girls that I train, you know, as you know, because I, I have a lot of boys, but I'm starting to get more girls is mm -hmm. I'll throw them in sometimes, you know, mm -hmm. let them hoop with the guys. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's I got good. a couple eighth graders, ninth graders, and I know that, you know, just coming from a, a, a skill set and at the same time what you're saying the confidence mm -hmm. if you're around guys a lot and you know they're you know you know how guys are yeah yeah i'm not gonna let a girl score on me and <laughs> right and, and, and but i we, know it all too yeah, well yeah <laughs> yeah but but you know what are you doing here yeah exactly <laughs> exactly but to me i kind of use that you know especially for some yeah. of my girls knowing that the stuff that we work on if you're able to at least try to work on it against these guys when you go back to the girls your age yeah you know what I'm saying? That's a whole different type of speed and, you know what I'm saying, everything like that. That so, was my generation. Yeah, There yeah. was no AAU. Oh, yeah. you <laughs> like basketball camp, yeah. you went to the park, you were playing yeah. against yep. the dudes, yep. you know what I yep. mean? And by the time you got to high school, you're just like, you can't catch that pet. What are you doing? Exactly. Oh, my God, exactly. coach. No. Exactly. <laughs> you know what I mean? Exactly. So, yeah, you, you throw, them, throw them in the mix. Yeah, yeah. Throw them with the yep. fellas. Yep. <laughs> That's good. Um, let's see. So, I want to talk, you know, respectfully disrespectful. Um <laughs> You know, just in our conversation and just talking in general, um, you know, I know your daughters call a little bit of shit sometimes. In mm -hmm. the and 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 this is just speaking on the fact that they're mixed, mm -hmm. and you know, they're light skinned with good hair and all that kind of shit. And so, you know, it's, it, all right, exactly. And you know, being female hoopers, there is this, um, there is a culture there, whether female hoopers want to admit it or not. Of you know the you you need to be the good the better hoopers need to be more butch and more you know manly and stuff and and your and your daughters kind of break that norm in terms of you know they they celebrate their femininity but at the same time there's some dogs on the court right mm -hmm. and so I kind of wanted you to speak a little bit about that because again these are kind of a, just so you guys understand for the respectfully disrespectful, these are kind of unspoken things people don't want to talk about. Just mm -hmm. like the cheating in AAU, mm -hmm. you know, the bias of referees, yeah. the money stuff. This is the stuff we want to act like doesn't exist. And, I mean, the reality is I'm mixed in light skin and I caught shit in Oakland all the time. All the time. Um, both sides. Like, mm -hmm. you know, and, and exactly on both sides. So it's like I know that that's very prevalent mm -hmm. with women's basketball and girls, too. And I just kind of wanted you to talk about that or, yeah. you know, how that. I mean, you know, I caught it, hmm. you know, and that. So it's been around for a long time um, for the girls. Um, first and foremost, I just I just want to say when you, I mentioned good hair, one of the things I taught my daughters is that good is how you perceive it. Right. Mm -hmm. And so for me, it's like embrace your culture, embrace who you are, regardless, wherever you go. Um, and we did catch a lot of flack and. And it was more so like, you know, when you got to go in, you got to play the grass in the old parks. It's like, hold on, though. Southside, hey, hold on. Right, right, right. <laughs> My daughters might not be, but they mama is. Right, of <laughs> you know what I mean? So that's a, that's a time where right. I'd be like, you know, we, we got this. You know, let, let me handle it. Let their dad handle it. If anything pops off, you know, we right here. But um, so I, I think that, you know, when they would catch it, I had those mommy moments. I was that mama stand up like, well, hold on. You're talking about them two twins? They ain't twins, but right. you know, everybody thought they were. You're talking about the Johnson's? Oh, no, nah, no. Nah. You know, so it got to the point where it was like, 
oh shit, they mom's crazy. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm that one. Okay. <laughs> Hella spicy. Like and that. won't back down. Like, mm-hmm. no. <laughs> and then on So the- I, I we taught the girls, like, listen, let your work speak for itself. Right. You know what I mean? Because the thing the thing about it though, too, is like sometimes like I'm naturally aggressive and I know my daughter is naturally aggressive and I see a lot of me and my child. So like when we were playing the sack highs, you know, I would hear the girls, you know, like, ah, bitch, you know, or whatever, mm-hmm. and, you know, swinging their braids at her. And, and I just remember seeing Nia's face on the sideline. She's looking at me like, ma, ma. And I'm like, nah, because they knew that she was aggressive. They knew like if I could get in here. So we not only prepared the girls physically, but mentally, because we already know, like, hey, listen, I caught it, your dad caught it, so you're going to catch it. It's just inevitable, right? Yeah. And so we made sure that uh, when they had those moments, that, A, they're confident in who they are. They don't have, you don't have to prove yourself to nobody. Right. You know, and you let your, you let your work speak for itself. Mm-hmm. You show them on the court, and sure enough, Sure enough, when we play Zaga, I'm looking right at the camera. When we play Zaga, <laughs> yeah, we got that dub. And they found out my daughter, one of my daughters. Okay. And I, I just never will forget that game because my daughter looked over me. I was like, hey, it's takeover time. Nice. Like, hey, you know what I mean? We had this little hashtag mama mentality. It's like, hey, what's good? Like, hey. we going to win or what? You going to sit there? You going to. Like, no, we're not going home like this. And so, like, we were just always <laughs> like on the sideline. So, you know, my daughter was like, all right, mom, all right. So I channeled that out, you know, and I just, it, it was just amazing to, to, to see that. And so that's how we dealt with it. Right. Like, we made sure, like, look, number one, you know who you are. You know what I mean? That's part of the game. I mean, when you look at basketball, you look at men's basketball, I mean, Bill Lambeer. I mean, yeah, <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. you had the biggest, the Detroit Pistons, come on. Right, right. <laughs> So it's just part of the process. And so, like, just, you know, just be confident okay. in yourself. And and did, did you ever catch it on, a, let's say, or they called it going to predominantly white schools? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Especially, like, when they played at Antelope. Hmm. And we had to play Ponderosa, you know, and, and they would, you know, we've been caught niggas before. Hmm. You know what I mean? Uh, it's not a great feeling. No, you know? it's not. And, and your natural inclination as a human being is to defend yourself, right? right. Be like, what? it's going down and once again south side chicago you know it's like listen when we're from blades come out when that happens (laughs) like listen (laughs) (laughs) real talk i'm just keeping it 100 that's real i like that i like Uh, that so uh yeah (laughs) so we had to be like listen you know it's ignorance right and we explained to the girls like there's just People do and say things according to how they were brought up or their level of experience, their level of education. So you can't fall into that. You just have to have a provincial mindset when it comes to that and keep your temperance, which is very hard. Right. right? Um, And you just beast it out on the court. Nice. And and that's what they did. Okay. They still get it. Even when they went to CSUB with their teammates and, you know, and, 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 and her at UNLV, I prepared her. Like, look, Need, look, you're not there to be buddy buddies and best friends with your teammates. No. Your your job is to play basketball. That's what you're getting paid to do. That's what your stipend is for. That's what you got there for. So uh, it's not about let me go kick it. Let yeah. me go be best friends. Keep your nose clean. Mm-hmm. You're not there to be buddy buddy. I don't want to see you at every party drinking or something. <laughs> nah. No, absolutely yep. not. You work too hard to get there. Yep. You got plenty of time for that. So while you're there, 
your job is to play basketball. And if you feel the need to vent because somebody did you wrong or said something, don't get caught up in that. You call me or you call your dad. Okay. Vent to us. You know what I mean? And and reset. It's okay to have a reset and, and, and self-reflect in, the, in, in those moments. And so um, we still tell them that. Good. Still to this day. Even my, my our youngest daughter, she's just learning that. You Good. know, and she's just like... Oh, my God, Mom. Like, she's, you know, when they're young, they're just oblivious to a lot of things. So she's just like, wait, but I'm black. We know that. They don't know that, but we know that. So it's like just preparing them mentally. Like, you just got to tell your kids. You got to be real with your kids. It's like, look, this is what they're going to call you. So just let us handle it. (laughs) All right. Well, let's talk about, uh, you know, coaches, parents, and trainers having having grudges, right? Um, Mm -hmm. Because I think your path's interesting because it's kind of like what we – it's kind of the – even though it's girls basketball or women's basketball, I should say, it's still kind of the opposite of like when we had Jay here because mm-hmm. his son was a role player, right? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's a glue guy role player. Her two daughters in particular were star players, mm-hmm. right? And I'm sure you've ran across coaches, parents, um, and like maybe some oh, trainers yeah. and stuff who've <laughs> held on to some things or felt some type of way. Like, oh, yeah. what, what, what are your thoughts on that? You know what? Uh, it's part of the process. And, and once again, it's really helpful when your parents have experienced that process. You know what I mean? Um, And neither myself or Leland had that. You know, Um, my dad was a phenomenal athlete. May he rest in peace. But my mom, you know, she she wasn't. You know what I mean? Um, And so I was the first person to graduate out of college from both sides of my family. Same thing with their dad. So, um that part of it alone was helpful because when we had those moments and yes, we did have those moments where, you know, um, there was a little hating going on for whatever reasons, you know, um, from parents, you get side eyed. (laughs) It's like, wait, what did I do? (laughs) You know, but, um, you, we have to practice what we preach, you know, and I ain't going to lie to you. Like I'm going to keep it 100 with you. Like that's tough for Ev. (laughs) Speaking in third person, because that's how tough it is. Um, cause you know, naturally as a mom, like, you want to protect right that mama bear comes out like hold up what but i have to lead by example and so you know leland and i we would just kind of like calm the waters together <laughs> it was like did you hear that yeah i heard that like and we would just go huddle right. <laughs> be like how are we gonna do that like we literally would just like map it out and make sure that we were leading by example nice. um, in front of the girls and then if it was really dire really dire like super dire then i would always be like lee what do you want to do and if he felt the need to address a coach he'd run it by me and he'd literally like verbatim this is what i'm thinking about saying what you think (laughs) it's like "Mm, i'd probably say it like this you know (laughs) and so we we've had those instances you know um i've had it listen i've been ejected early on out of games you know what i mean like it's so funny because i see those refs now like you remember i know you remember me you know and now they see naomi i'm like (laughs) let me shut up (laughs) before you just call a bad call but um yeah so we 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 you know i was always taught that when you have an issue with somebody you go to the source Right. right um and so that's how we were. So if it was that necessary, I'm going to the source. Rather that be a parent, rather that be a coach, rather that be a ref. We didn't have any issues with refs like that. But, you know, I'm going to the source. Because sometimes, a lot of times, you don't know 
if you, you might be mis- misinterpreting or misunderstand uh, misunderstanding whatever the case may be go to the source if it was that necessary most times it wasn't but we did have occasions where we did need to go to the source and be like listen you know ex- express yourself you know we're off record talk to me you know as, as grown men and women and so and 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 I think that because we did it that way, so when we did have those rival games, it was like, yeah, I mean, okay. yeah. I'm looking at you eye to eye, like, all right. All right, good. Well, that's <laughs> Starting good. Starting up won't be done. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's talk, um, let's talk not a good fit, right? Had an experience today uh, for my sixth grade team. I uh, had a kid who's kind of playing on the top level with me on my elite team, but also playing on the lower level because he's on the lower level of my bench. Um, He didn't get a lot of playing time today because unfortunately we were playing two really good teams, really athletic teams, and he's not necessarily as quick and athletic as the other kids. He's, you know, genetically behind right now, which doesn't mean it won't kick in at some point. But my my conversation to you parents is, you have to look at the reality of where your kid is. If you're not willing to do that, it's not gonna be a good fit. Why put them at the elite level when they're not elite? Why try to keep pushing them higher and higher when it's clear that they're not there? If you are going to put them in that level for the experience, you got to accept the situation they're in, but also, you know, enjoy the moments when they can get in because that does give them an opportunity of growth. If that's something you can't accept, then parents, please just keep your kid at the level that they belong at. Everybody wants to have the elite jersey. Everybody wants to be a chief. Not everybody wants to be an Indian, but sometimes it's just where you need to be. So please hear me on this for all you parents or anybody listening out there. If you can't accept the level of where your kid is, I mean, truthfully look at it and say, okay, my kid is a C-level kid. My kid is a B-level kid. My kid is an elite-level kid, whatever the case may be. Then it's just not a good fit. Because searching for team, for team, for team, until you see or hear what you want to hear, it's just idiotic. Because they're not going to develop, they're not going to get better, and potential has a shelf life. If they never grab it, it will expire. So remember that next time you think it's not a good fit. So uh, I want to go to our team shout outs. Uh, team Lift, want to give you guys a shout out. Uh, saw you guys perform. Uh, uh, your coach is doing a good job. Um, I wish we had the opportunity to play your sixth grade team uh, this weekend, but I'm sure we'll play each other at some point. Uh, another team that my 17 you played was Reno Irish. Uh, they're, they're a high school team. I know the guy that runs it. He used to run. Uh, he founded Reno Ballers. He doesn't run it anymore. His name's uh, Bill Ballinger. He's like a legendary coach out there in uh, in Reno. And his his uh, son, I actually coached his son, Court, for me for my elite high school team. We ended up playing against them this weekend for 17U. Um, they did a good job. It was a very good competitive game. So definitely a shout-out to you and your team, uh, uh, Bill, because I – Again, you you do a phenomenal job. He's been coaching like 37 years, so the guy knows what he's doing. Um, Then we played another team called Top Gun with my eighth grade. Now, we blew him out, but what I really, really like about this coach, um, he was very positive. Uh, The score didn't matter. He just wanted his kids to develop. You could tell, yeah, he was frustrated. Like, man, they just couldn't keep up with my group because, again, I'm assuming they were either eighth grade team playing up or they were a freshman team, and, you, you, well, especially you, Mark, you've seen my eighth grade team. Yeah. You see that potential yeah. that middle school group has. Special. Yeah, and Muhammad just got on some social media thing. That's my star player. But I like how the top gun coach 
kept staying, you know, with it, kept being positive. I really can appreciate a coach that can ignore the score and just be, you know, satisfied and happy with the growth of the kids yeah. because I, my kids have gotten their ass kicked too. Like, especially my sixth grade, they're going through it right now. I've been playing them up. They've been getting their butts kicked, you know, and I'm trying to tell the parents, like, this is the process. Please yeah. understand, like, I have to put them in these tough situations yeah. where, yes, they're going to lose. They might get their asses kicked, but they will develop. Just trust me on that because eventually the bodies catch up. They learn, they get better, the hunger, the fire mm -hmm. builds up because they're tired of losing, right? Of course, I put them in some situations where they're going to see success, where I might play them, you know, instead of the top-tier sixth-grade division, I might go one division down, and, of course, they'll they'll probably dominate or have a good time doing that because I do want them to see success. But, you know, I get it. As parents, you feel like we're playing this money. You want to see these wins. You want to see these medals. But please, please try to understand it's a process. You know yeah. what I mean? I think that's the hardest part to explain to some parents sometimes. So, you know, Top Gun, uh, if the coach ever hears this, you, I think you did a great job. So, you know, um, other than that, I think uh, we're good. You got anything else you want to add, Mark? No. Um, well, actually, I, I just wanted to say thank you for being on the show. Uh, a lot of the stuff that you're saying, you know, I'm taking notes because, you know, I have a <laughs> I have a four-year-old daughter. I have a, I have a two-year-old hey. son. So listening, you know, coming from a parent who's already going through it, mm -hmm. you know, like I said, I'm, I'm a person, like, I like to take notes. I'm a student of the game. So when it comes to the family side of it, you know what I'm saying, uh, I really appreciated a lot of the stuff that you were saying. So make sure my wife is listening with me, too. <laughs> you know what so, I'm <laughs> splash for you. There you go. That's yeah, for you. Because yeah, we appreciate, <laughs> cause we, cause we appreciate <laughs> what you're doing. And then for your for your daughters. Appreciate you know, it. they, they some dogs, so I want them to know yeah, that. Yeah, throw them dogs yeah, in here. I like the dogs. I don't like the girly stuff. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, no, again, Ev, I, I do appreciate you coming on the show. And Thank you for having me. No, no worries. Um, no, I just, obviously, through us knowing each other and, yeah. you know, being friends and just having conversation and watching the progression debates. of, of your conversation debates y'all well, debates, that's true I'm yeah playing. we've had plenty of debates <laughs> but no just watching the process of your girls and what you're doing and and i just really thought your perspective would be a good one to hear hopefully again you know with, with the viewership going up hey yeah. uh, like i told you guys earlier we hit the 2200 download yeah. mark oh. and that people awesome. are that's still listening and listening and listening i hope a couple of moms hear you and yeah. hear your path so and, and go like oh okay this is <laughs> this dads. is how it works right yeah <laughs> and dads too that'd be great like then the, but they you know they go like okay like she's doing it she's done yep. this you know what i mean this is this makes sense you know because yep. there are a lot of people out there that just they don't know where to start yep. they don't know yeah. where to go they don't and they don't know who to trust right mm -hmm. they don't but it is but what I like that you're emphasizing is it starts at home, right? Yep. And it you talk does. about that a lot, Mark, too. <laughs> yep. Like, no matter how much we train, no matter how much we coach, mm -hmm. it really comes from the yep. parents first, right? Exactly. It really comes from their inspiration and you guys pushing. So, mm -hmm. you know, I'm really glad you're here and was able to uh, share your story, share your truth. Right. Thank you. I have to bring uh, Nia and Nadia and Naomi. Hey, you know? man. I don't think all three of them could fit on the right. couch. Well, I don't know, though. Naomi's such a slender. Right. <laughs> but no, I am. Um, again, thank you for those who are listening. Thank you for those who are supporting. Uh, I know um, me and Mark. Me, Mark, and Ty, because let me not forget Ty, because he's behind that camera, but y'all have no idea how hard that man works. Um, he sits in this sweaty hot box with us, so <laughs> he's, uh, he's working his tail off, but no, nah, we really appreciate the support. Um, hope you keep doing it. I see it growing little by little. We're yep. getting more subscribers on YouTube. 
we're getting more support. I know I get messaged. I'm pretty yeah. sure you get messaged. Yeah. The about that life gets messaged. Uh, please follow us on social media. Uh, mine is Hoopstar. I am. Uh, you got GGT right here. Uh, Ty. Ty has his uh, Instagram. Shout out to that cameraman. Yes, exactly. He works hard, man, and yeah, he, does. Yeah, he does. And uh, Ev, you know, if you want to follow her, her social media will be in the links as well. This will be on. Uh, this will be all on the YouTube and stuff. I'm actually going to start. Okay. I'm actually going to start putting the links in uh, the audio descriptions as well, so you can link to us if you if you have any comments or questions um you know the next step for me that i would like to see maybe in future episodes is maybe we can do some live stuff right so we can take questions live and talk to people live so that's kind of the next step but you know keep supporting us um we want to keep bringing you good content uh we love the game we love basketball we love aau and that's kind of what's binding us all together sir i hope everybody um has a good day and you know enjoy enjoy life and enjoy uh the outdoors why we still have it (laughs) and uh we out